capacity is a term often used in the world of business. What is it? And why is it so important? And what are the examples of capacity that we can refer to? Well, in this week's I Hate Numbers podcast, I'm going to be looking at capacity in terms of what it refers to, why it's so important, and provide you some examples of what capacity is, and also give you an insight as to why it's such an important concept and practice that all business owners must be familiar with and be able to manage. You're listening to the I Hate Numbers podcast with Mahmood Reza. The I Hate Numbers podcast mission is to help your business survive and thrive by you better understanding and connecting with your numbers. Number loving care is what it's about. Tune in every week. Now here's your host, Mahmood Reza. The official meaning of capacity, we'll start with that, is the maximum output a business can achieve by using its available resources. Now, as a definition, that has some impact, some use, but it's quite limited at that stage. So let's expand more so on what capacity refers to. The wonderful thing about capacity, by the way, folks, is it can refer to a service-based business, a product-based business, a service business, a not-for-profit, a social enterprise. It does not matter what type of business you have. Capacity will be at the heart of it. If you are a freelancer, your capacity is measured by reference to how much time you have available, how many hours you have in a day, how many days in the week, and how many weeks in a year you are able to work. A cafe will be looking at the number of covers it has, the number of seats available, the number of cups of coffee that it's going to brew on a daily or weekly basis. A company that manufactures a particular product will look at the assembly line, its machines, look at how many machines that can be produced in a given set of time. So capacity is far and wide. If you look at logistics, if you look at a vehicle, the capacity of a vehicle is referenced to the size and how many passengers can actually sit within the vehicle itself. You could also look at capacity in the context of the capability of that vehicle to how many miles it can travel. Having seen that capacity means many different things to many different businesses, it's the ability, it's the resources that you have in order to meet your customer demand, your production demand. But why is it important? I've given you some examples, but we need to know why it's so important. Well, the key thing is capacity is needed in order for you to be able to provide services to your customers, provide products to those customers, to provide a whole wide range of things here. And if you don't have the capacity within an organization to meet demand as it is at the moment, to meet demand as it prospers and grows in the future, you're going to have major problems on your hand. In the context of planning any growth, in terms of looking forward through the windscreen of your business here, if you know that you're going to have a certain number of customers that's going to require a certain amount of your time, you need to make sure you've got the capacity to meet that demand. If you don't, we know what happens when customers get disappointed. Customers complain, as they rightly should do. Customers may go elsewhere. And potentially, if you can't deliver because you don't have the capacity, you could have problems. Now, if we go back to the examples that I quoted earlier, a freelancer who might be trading time for money, maybe working a typical 40-hour week over a 50-week year, that gives them 2000 Assuming that's the time they've got available to deliver services to the customers, that gives them that capacity 
in a given year. If they take on the services of another freelancer to support them, their organization grows, let's say add one more freelancer to the mix, that doubles the capacity to 4,000 hours. In the context of machines producing products, you may have a machine that's capable of producing a certain number of products per hour, per day. That gives you the available capacity to produce the products that can meet the demand of your customers, that you can build up for inventory, that you can have as a safety buffer stock, just in case things go wrong and products have to be returned. So understanding your capacity is really vitally important. Now, let's explore some more reasons why it's so important. Now, companies that poorly execute managing their capacity are going to have dissatisfied customers. Your market share is going to drop as a result. You will not be able to fulfill orders. So even though you can get the custom, if you can't deliver that service, if you can't deliver that product to the end customer, then effectively, you're going to have major problems that you're going to have to face. The challenge always is, though, that you've got to manage that capacity in the context of potentially fluctuating demand. Many businesses will experience fluctuations in the demand for their services, whether it's a time of year factor, whether it's buying patterns that creep in. Very few businesses have what I call flat demand. Now, in my own businesses, which I've been running for 28 plus years, there's a demand for certain services that we offer in terms of tax and accounting services that may peak in the latter part of the year before the end of tax return season. There'll be demand for other services in terms of management accounting planning that may pick up more and be more active from March onwards. There'll be certain times of the year when it comes to holiday, summer holidays in the UK, that will be typically between June and the end of August. Where people are away on holiday, the demand is going to be much less and you don't get much activity, but you still have got that capacity, which is unfulfilled, unserviced, and that could be obviously an impact on your cash flow. Now, having understood the idea of capacity, having looked at the idea of the different measures of capacity, measured in time, measured in units, measured in number of calls that are taken per week if you're a call centre, how many customers you can provide services to, the factors that influence it, like the seasonal demand, industrial changes, events that are outside of your control. You've got to remain nimble and agile in order to match capacity to demand. What we don't want is lots of unused capacity, but at the same token, we don't want capacity that's overused as well. Not only is capacity important to understand for planning purposes, but effectively, we need that to identify the areas where we can make improvements, enhance our profitability, increase our efficiency, without sacrificing any quality that might be part of that process as well. We need to make sure customers are kept satisfied. Customers are ultimately the ones who pay our bills, so we need to make sure we deliver good quality services. We need to make sure we deliver good quality products and we have the capacity in order to be able to do that. Capacity is also very useful when it comes to upscaling. So if you've got a growth trajectory in mind, if you're planning for growth, as demand increases, you need to make sure and work backwards that you've got the requisite capacity in terms of personnel, in terms of physical capacity, in terms of maybe a space, in terms of product if you're making them, in order to serve that customer demand. Remember, unsatisfied demand, disappointed demand will affect your bottom line, and I don't want that for you. There may be something as we build up capacity that we have to look in terms of investing in training of our staff. So knowing where we are at those points is going to be very, very important. 
Now, there are ways to increase capacity, and I'm going to just touch upon them here, because in next week, I'm going to dive in and actually look at some physical measures of capacity, the KPIs that we can adopt to monitor that, and how we can go about increasing and utilizing capacity to its maximum. If you visualize the idea of a shop that's got an open space where you can store a certain product, what we want to do is to make sure we utilize that as much as possible. We want to make sure that that box that we have, which represents our shop, generates as much value in the time that we have, has a big throughput of products there to generate good profitability for our firm. So folks, let me just wrap up with a summation here. Capacity, which is linking our available resources that we have, measured either in terms of time, measured in product terms, measured in hours, okay, is what we need to have at our disposal. If we don't have the capacity to deliver, then we're going to have disappointed customers. We're not going to be able to fulfill that demand. And that's not something we want for our bottom line in our business. Remember, it's the maximum output you can achieve with your given resources. Hope you found this podcast of use to you. I'd love to know what's your capacity in your business. Is it measured by time? Is it measured by products? Is it measured by space? If you feel there's somebody who could benefit from listening to this podcast, I'd love it if you could share the link with them so they can also benefit from the information contained within. Until next week, folks, I'll see you on the other side. We hope you enjoyed this episode and appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. We hope you got some value. If you did, then we'd love it if you shared the episode. We look forward to you joining us next week for another I Hate Numbers episode. We'll be right back.